Cardboard coming at you from the great state of Louisiana. And today we're just gonna take a quick 10 minute peek at a bunch of indexes, but we're not picking Jordan. We're not picking LeBron. We're not talking about Curry. We're not even talking about Giannis. We're talking about uh, good to some great players, some, well, likely the two leading MVP candidates, uh, and then some other really good players that are just about to break through or have just broken through. So we're looking at a little bit of off-the-radar stuff. We're going to compare uh, eight different indexes for eight different players. Let me get you over to screen share. I've got the card ladder player indexes comparison feature pulled up. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to zoom in, right? Normally we zoom out. We look at the most recent and we zoom out. I want to zoom in because it's going to be really interesting. Over the last two years, here's the players I've got pulled up. Okay, I've got De'Aaron Fox, brilliant point guard, on fire. Kings are overachieving. Um, uh, cards over the last two years are up 60%. Who in the world would have known that? Uh, De'Aaron Fox's cards up almost 60% over the last two years. Nikola Jokic, no surprise here. Over the last two years, his cards are up 37.57%. He's done nothing in those two years except win two straight MVPs, and he'll likely finish second, maybe still first, in this year's MVP. I've got Michael Bridges in here because he's an interesting player. Um, a lot of people were high on him initially, and then it was clear he was a 3 and D, and now it's not so clear. Maybe he's more than just a 3 and D. Um, he's playing for the Nets, which uh, he became the alpha overnight. Instead of being the fourth scoring option, he became the first scoring option, and he's flourished uh, for a Nets team that's kind of stuck in purgatory. They really can't win a playoff series, I don't think, but Bridges is putting up numbers, which is creating some believers. Again, remember, these are the two-year numbers, so we would expect all of them to be read just about, and this is where it gets really bad, obviously, uh, Damian Lillard, brilliant point guard for the Portland Trailblazers, had an astonishing, I think, my, in my personal opinion, first team All-NBA season, although it sounds like he's going to sit these last seven or eight games, which may result in him dropping to second team. Uh, Jalen Brown has been absolutely phenomenal, especially during this recent stretch where Tatum's numbers have, uh, or at least Tatum's efficiency has come off a little bit. Jalen has had an incredible season. Celtics came out on fire. Everybody's darling title, uh, you know, favorites. And now it's back to the Bucks and maybe the Suns with even the Sixers uh, pushing the Celtics for title contention. So Celtics are still very much in the picture if they get healthy and everybody gets on the same page. Kyrie Irving, weird year, uh, you know, was putting up great numbers in Brooklyn, got traded to the Mavericks to create the softest defensive team in the history of the NBA. Uh, and now they are floundering and they may miss the playoffs. Nothing good is happening in Dallas, which is a shame because I'm a huge Luka Doncic fan. Not so much a huge Kyrie Irving fan. Uh, I've got Joel Embiid in here, whose cards are down 67% over the last two years. And he's been in the top three MVP voting both of the prior years. And he's the leading, by far leading candidate to win it this year in a real uh, twist of fate change uh, over the last probably 30 days post-All-Star break for sure, where he's kind of taken the lead from Jokic from the, the Vegas odds perspective. And then I included Sabonis in here, who should be a third-team All-NBA center. He should finish third-team uh, only because the two leading MVP candidates are also centers. Uh, so it's going to be Jokic and uh, Embiid on first or second team. And then Sabonis is almost assuredly, uh, I think it's a lock that he's going to be a third-team 
All-NBA center. He's made multiple All-Star teams now. He's had an absolutely ridiculous season, posting triple doubles and in a very efficient way. And that team runs their offense through him. And that pairing of him and Fox, the reason why the Kings are overachieving. So we knew this was going to be ugly. We knew it was going to be red. But what I want to do is sort of zoom in, right? Because the two years has taken us right back to the crazy 2021 bubble. So we're talking about the highest peak that the hobby has ever experienced. Let's look at one year. There's a little more green. There's a little more hope here. Bridges up 45% over the last year. Sabonis up 32%. Jokic still up 22%. Fox is up over the last year. Now here's the one thing to remember about Bridges and Sabonis. Card Ladder only has six and four available in their index. That's not a huge sample size. So these Percentages, these are something you have to dive into and take a closer look at. When you've got 152 options, you can feel really confident that's going to include low-end cards and high-end cards and mid-tier cards, autographs, non-autographs, base, parallel. 152 is a big, large, healthy number. Six and four is not a large, healthy number at all. So it's likely going to be one, maybe two different cards, maybe three for these players. So that could skew the percentages drastically. Uh, Jalen Brown, 11 cards in card ladder index. They need more. De'Aaron Fox has 27. Lillard has 71. That's a healthy number. Embiid 100. And Kyrie Irving 53. So you get under 25 to 30. You start worrying about whether or not that's a large enough sample size of the different kinds of cards that these players have out there. So that's always something to look at whenever you're examining any index, even if it's not cards. It could be any other asset class. It could be stocks or whatever. Um, so uh, as you see, we kind of narrow the scope into the last year four of these guys are in the green and the rest of them are in the red and they're not really as bad a red as they were when we looked at the two-year let's narrow it even more to six months wow look at this one two three four five are now in the green jalen brown jumps into the mix it's the same four and Jalen Brown. Uh, these cards are not doing nearly as bad over the last six months, but this is where I really want to kind of focus post-All-Star break. So we're working our way down to the last month. Over the last three months, I don't know about you guys, but now there's one, two, three, four, five. Uh, you've got Sabonis up 180%. Um, that is more than doubling the value of the car. That's almost tripling. You've got Michael Bridges to 123%. Again, like I said, he's exploded since the trade. Fox is doing well, no surprise. Jokic doing well, and even Jalen Brown is in the red, is in the uh, is in the green. You've got Lillard, Embiid, and Kyrie trailing down here. But if we narrow it down again, this is what I'm trying to tell you: the card market's turning around. You notice I, this is not Jordan, this is not LeBron, this is not Curry, this is not uh, Giannis, this is not uh, Kobe. These are the next tier of collected uh, players, collectible type players. I'm not saying these guys may not be as good as those guys I mentioned. Maybe one day they will prove to be better but as far as collectability I didn't pick the cream of the crop and I didn't intend to I wanted to look at these guys look at the last month one two three four five six of the eight are in the green right even Lillard whose team has completely disappeared uh, through no fault of his uh, is up 1.75%. Irving is down 3%, and Joel Embiid is down. I, this is shocking to me. Joel Embiid over the last month is down 10%. It makes me want to go get on eBay right now and start buying Joel Embiid cards. That makes no sense whatsoever for these other guys to be up and Joel Embiid to be down. It doesn't make any sense. And you can't say, well, he's a big man because Nikola Jokic is up 20%. And Embiid has surpassed him in this MVP race, and Embiid's prices were lower than Jokic's to begin with.
depth. And so it's a little bit confusing. Um, when you look at sales volume and you sort by sales volume, this is no surprise. Jokic is, was bought very heavily uh, because his cards were, I think, pretty over underpriced. And so there's a huge sales volume of his cards. And plus, he's got the largest index. So naturally, he's going to have the largest sales volume here as well. Um, <clears throat> Let's go down to two weeks. This is not going to be crazy helpful, but we'll go to two weeks and change. And, uh, you know, again, that's just not enough time for cards to go up and down, and one bad sale or one great sale can skew it. So, really, one month is what I like because you get a little bit more of a sample size, you know. Um, Regarding uh, regarding how many cards have sold to do a little bit a little bit more predictable a little bit more conservative data there to make uh, to make calculations but I like the fact that as we narrow into the one month coming from the two years we see the cards are starting to green right they're starting to turn a little bit green which is what we want to see in the hobby let me know out of these guys who you think is the best investment right now I'm just curious honest to God uh, I would never would have guessed this I would have assumed Embiid's cards were outperforming everybody on this list including Jokic because Embiid cards were lower down and I thought they had more room to rise and just what he's doing I thought people may buck that big man uh, bias and, and picked up some Embiid cards and I thought his prices might be running. Uh, let me know what you guys think uh, about this because Embiid's the worst performing player on this list in the last month but let me know who on this list you'd be buying if you were a buyer. Obviously I have a huge vested interest in Damian Lillard. I have two De'Aaron Fox cards left in my whole collection at one point I had over 1500 De'Aaron Fox rookies so I've licked liquidated my deer and fox and i did pretty well on those jalen brown same thing i had hundreds and hundreds of jalen brown uh graded rookie cards Jokic, i never touched demona simonis i never touched uh bridges i never touched because uh, i just thought bridges was a three and d but i might be the one the joke might be on me obviously i have a huge vested interest in lillard i have maybe one Kyrie, uh, maybe one Kyrie card because it's part of a 2012 prism set that's it and then i don't think i have a single joel and bead card so uh that's just where I'm at from a picture of transparency, but I would be looking at Embiid cards, and I actually might go look at some Embiid cards right now if I see one that catches my eye, because I think he's going to get this MVP award. I think historically he's going to be looked at in the same vein. I can't believe I'm about to say this. As Akeem Olajuwon, he's that good, man. This guy is that good. He's put those early career injury concerns behind him. He's been pretty durable this year in a year where everybody else is sitting their ass on the bench and we're going to have issues with the next CBA about players, you know, load management and all this crap where everybody's sitting. And he's been pretty durable and pretty fantastic. So uh, let me know who your guy is. If you had to invest in one of these, or if you've already invested in one of these, let me know who they are. Um, lots of green, which is great to see uh, from an investor perspective. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. Uh, keep collecting, stay positive in the hobby, and peace.